1: Alright, uh, this is going to be <clears throat> a little solo episode, I've got something on my mind, and uh, you know, I have this platform, and I think that I should utilize it in every way that I can, whether it be promoting somebody's company, promoting somebody's business, promoting somebody's whatever. You know, having guests on the podcast, which I love to do, uh, and this is kind of a, just a spur-of-the-moment thing. Uh, you'll probably hear a some noise in the background. Again, you know, <clears throat> this is, uh, I take this podcast serious, but not so serious as that i freak out about every little background noise and stuff like that. I don't, you know, I've complained in the past about, uh, no, ta- noises from the table or vibrations through my, through the microphone. But, uh, luckily <clears throat> I have sponsors that, uh, you know, obviously they sponsor the podcast and, uh, allows me to put that money into a bank account dedicated to this podcast For things that uh, it needs. Now with the help of sponsors of this podcast, I was able to buy these shock mounts that somebody recommended to me. And I feel like they're helping. So that's good. Uh, But like I was saying, I got off on a tangent there for a minute. So I'm going to try to get back on the original reason or tangent for this episode. Uh, As most people know, the world's fixing to go crazy again. I think everybody knows probably what I'm talking about. For some people, this is a sensitive subject. For a lot of people, this is a uh, topic that causes a lot of uh, animosity between people, a lot of hate even between people goes my phone. Sorry, let me turn that off. Uh, Folks, when this happened, when this virus first happened a couple years ago, I was just like everybody else. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, All I knew is what I was told on the news and social media, just like everybody else, you know. I have no uh, way of knowing any more than anybody else. So I listened to social media and I listened to the news and me and my wife took every precaution that we could to keep ourselves and our family safe. so far as to when we would get home from work we would strip down to our underwear outside of our basement door outside because we work in a prison and obviously there's a lot of people in prison both staff and inmates and at the time you know this virus was running rampant all over the, the, the world, you know, and it was running rampant <clears throat> inside of prisons, every prison in America. So we figured that after being in such a closely confined area, such as a prison, that it would be best for us to strip down pretty much naked outside of our basement door put our clothes into a trash bag and leave them in our uh, laundry room, which is downstairs in the basement. Just to take a proper precaution and uh, try to keep every germ and every virus and every whatever away from our children. Uh, We washed our hands in in sanitizer. We You know, when we got home, we went straight to the showers, took showers, disinfected. I remember many a time where I would use half a bottle of sanitizer and rub it all over my body, go to great lengths to keep from putting my family at risk for this virus. That's how uh, worried about it I was. I'm not trying to. Act like I wasn't. I was very worried, scared of getting the virus, giving it to somebody else, and just scared in general. Because, you know, it was at the time, it was a pandemic, according to social media and the news outlets and everybody you hear or heard of. It was on everybody's mind. It was what everybody was talking about. Uh, So I'm not trying to act like that. I've never been worried about it. I was. I was very worried about it. Scared, tormented by the thought of getting this virus and even more so by giving it to my children. Now this is uh, not the first time that me and my wife had went to great lengths to keep our children safe and keep them from contracting any type of virus or illness or germ. As everybody knows, <clears throat> excuse me, our children were born prematurely, very premature. They were very susceptible and uh very uh prone to germs and diseases and bacteria and viruses and stuff because they were preemies. So while they were in the hospital in 2013 uh we were wearing gowns. We were wearing little booties that we would put over top of our shoes. We were wearing latex gloves. We were wearing hair nets or the little, you know, doctor's head nets or whatever you call them. We were wearing masks. We wore everything. I think it's called PPE personal protection equipment. I may be wrong about that, but I think that's what it's called. But as uh, time goes on, or went on, we slowly figured out that our boys was going to be okay. They were growing, they were getting healthier, they were getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the medicines that they needed while they were in the hospital. And as they grew, <clears throat> we let our guard down a little, little by little. And we had more hope that they were going to make it. We had more reason to believe they were going to make it. So we quit wearing the the gowns and the footies and the head nets, the hairnets, and the latex gloves and the masks. We quit washing our hands even when we went into the NICU, which was a requirement at the time. <clears throat> But we learned over a period of time that we didn't need to do that because it was going to be okay. This pandemic or virus that we all dealt with for two years seems to be trying to make a comeback. Now, Say whatever you want about me, but I know what I know, and I believe what I believe. I've already said that I was scared, I was tormented by it, I was afraid that I was going to contract it, give it to my children, my wife. Ultimately, we did. No matter what we did, we got it. We contracted this sickness every one of us did you listening probably did too uh i think i was actually the first one in our home to get it and uh they had a protocol that they was going by at work where if you contracted this you had to stay home i think you were put on a furlough status or something and you stayed home for 10 days while you uh got over this you know so uh when you're sick you're sick you know you think oh i get to st- i get to stay home for 10 days but i'm sick and, you know this is gonna suck I was uh, tested for it with the nasal test, whatever. They shove it to your brain and tested positive for it in, uh, at this time, years ago, a couple years ago. Notified my employer. They told me to follow the protocol and stay home. So I immediately thought this is going to be very bad. Didn't know what to expect because this was all brand new. You know, there was there were symptoms coming out daily. They were new, uh, uh, new uh, uh, data coming out about this every day. There was there was something new coming out about it. So I'm sitting at home during this ten days, wondering what fate and I'm am I going to meet? Scared, legitimately scared. I got a cough and a little bit of shortness of breath. And that was it. Uh, That was it. I went to the doctor. Originally, when I was, uh, when I tested for it, you know what they told me? Go home and rest. Drink plenty of fluids. And that is it. No, uh, no meds of any kind. Liquid, pills, nothing. Go home and rest. Drink plenty of fluids. <clears throat> so that's what I did. I stayed in my basement. Separated from my family for 10 days. I have two small children and a wife. That was very hard. You know, you think, oh, you're still in your own home, you know. Let me just say this. <clears throat> I have a very affectionate family, a very loving family. We hug and kiss on each other daily, multiple times a day. We all need that physical touch between each other. And I went without that. We went without that for 10 days. I could not, did not want to touch my children or my wife for fear of them contracting this from me. <clears throat> I stayed in my basement the entire time with a cough and a little bit of shortness of breath. And I have asthma. I've had it since I was born. So I was extra worried because the CDC and the WHO had came out and said that if you have pre-existing conditions, you are among the top percentile to have worse symptoms and have much harder time with this. And it directly affects your respiratory system. So I was really worried. I stayed away from my family for those 10 days. When I ate, they would come down the steps, one of them, one of my two boys or my wife, wearing a mask, latex gloves, and they would set my food on the steps halfway down, I believe. I believe it was halfway down the steps. And they'd run back up, and I would come over there at the bottom of the steps, get my food, and see them standing at the top of the stairs, whether it be one of my boys, both of my boys, my wife, or all three, and blow them a kiss and cry. And they cried because they couldn't hug Daddy. Or my wife couldn't hug her husband. I couldn't hug them. About day seven, I had taken all I could take. take. I didn't feel sick at all. In any way. And I finally said, you know what? Screw this. I feel fine. I went outside like I had every day before that and done what I needed to do because I felt fine even when I had the cough and shortness of breath. I'm used to a shortness of breath. I have asthma. I've had it my whole life. So screw this, I'm going to see my family. I'm going to hug my family. I'm going to kiss my family. Even when I did go upstairs and hug my family. Now this is going to sound foolish and funny to a lot of you, but this, I'm just trying to get you to understand that I did not take this lightly in the beginning. I took it very seriously. When I hugged my children, I made them turn their back to me. And I turned my back to them. And we just kind of felt each other. Back to back. Same with my wife. When I'd kiss them, I kiss my boys on the top of the head. I kissed my wife's forehead. Was it? Even though I felt fine and I was tired of it and I was tired of dealing with it and I was tired of being away from my family, I was still concerned about it. So I did what I just told you. I still took precautions. And when I finally went back to work, we kept doing the same things. We'd go home, we'd go to work, and we'd come home. And we'd take our clothes off outside by the basement door. Put them in a trash bag and throw them in the laundry room. Immediately go into the to the washer. And we did that for a long time. A long time. I don't know how long, but I know we did it a long time. And then things, other things started coming up on social media and the news about how it seems like there's a very small percentage of people that's having any serious symptoms or any serious complications. Uh, Very small percentage of people. I also want to say that I know a lot of people died from this. But you've got to understand that the, those people that died were in a very distinct, very specific age group. They were in a very specific uh, category in the fact that I, what what I mean is that they had a lot of health issues, whether it be diet, they be a diabetic, or you know um, respiratory problems some type of chronic illness that's the people that it was seemed to be affecting the most now other than my asthma I was at the time a 40 41 year old healthy man no problems whatsoever so I didn't uh I didn't deal with it too much, uh, it's, uh, it's just something that uh, a lot of people dealt with, a lot of people did, did die with it, but it's one of those things that, uh, you know that nobody knew about nobody knew nothing about it at the time <clears throat> so everybody was scared and doing whatever they needed to do to make it through but like i was saying a lot of a lot of new new uh, data started coming out about it you know everybody was you know for the most part getting over this without any complications you know Four, five, six, seven, ten days, they was over it and back to normal. And then uh, people in the world started going crazy. They started hating each other for not wearing something on their face. And data came out about that that it didn't work. that those things on your face did not work. There was data came out that proved that it would not stop it. But social media and the news and popular celebrities, the, 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 the hottest celebrities or music artists in the world started promoting these and uh, making it cool to wear those. They started coming out with little fancy ones with uh, glitter on them or different patterns. and They, they made uh, ones out of American flags. You know? They, uh... I don't know what my wife was yelling about there. I'm sure you heard her. <laughs> uh... They uh, made it trendy to wear these things. And that's all anybody's got to do, folks, in this world to make anybody do anything, is to get your hottest new recording artist or your hottest new actress or actor to put one of these on their face or to wear one of these things or to promote doing this or that or the other. And people will follow and do what they do because this person does it, so it must be cool. This world's priorities is screwed up. People are too lazy to think for themselves. People are too lazy to do any research for themselves it's much easier just to believe your favorite recording artist or your favorite movie star because why would they lie to me i go to their concerts or i buy their cds or their dvds i buy their songs online why would they have any reason to lie to me they're a celebrity they couldn't lie they can't lie to me they're rich and famous so people believe these nut jobs these celebrities that promote wearing these on their face and that promote doing one thing and saying one thing and if you don't do this one thing or wear this one thing or believe this one way you're labeled as a murderer people were being labeled as murderers for not wearing these things because they believed what their favorite person in the world said that if you don't wear these you're putting everybody at risk well they're going to believe them Because why would they lie to them? The problem in this world, again, is that people are too lazy to do any thinking or research for themselves. It's much easier just to believe somebody on TV. If people would use some common sense and just watch, shut your mouth and open your ears and your eyes and see the truth you'll be much better off now it's to a point now two and a half three years later that pretty much everybody in the world is together on one one opinion is that this whole thing that hit the world and lasted two years was a a, a smoke show a facade a a hoax for the last year year and a half I've seen nothing but people saying that how they uh, don't believe it it wasn't real it it, uh, it wasn't as big a deal as it turned out to be they're right in my opinion They are right. They are also now of the opinion that those things that they wanted you to wear on your face doesn't work. And they're right. Their opinion of that is correct. They don't work. And now, in 2023, a year, year and a half before an upcoming election... It's making a comeback. Why? I don't know. There's a lot of reasons it could be making a comeback. I know my opinion of why it's making a comeback. What's yours? You know, a year, year and a half, two, somewhere around in there from an election coming up. We're seeing uh, the same thing happen again. But my point is, is that pretty much any social media website you get on or news outlet you get on, they've kind of changed their tone as to how they feel about what happened a couple years ago. They've changed their tone about everything that went on a couple years ago and how people acted about these things they wanted to put on your face. Schools wanted to put these on your children and parents let them for the most part because they believe teachers and schools faculty know best for what know best know what's best for their children now let me repeat that folks parents let them put these on their children's faces Because they felt that schools and the faculty there and the boards of education knew what was best for their children, for their children. Whatever happened to the parents knowing what's best for their children? I tell you why this happened to our children. It's because people's too lazy to stand up against it. People's too lazy to challenge it, to question it. They're too afraid of what somebody might think of them. They're too afraid of what their employer might say to them or do to them. People are controlled in this world by worrying about what somebody is going to think about them. That's sad. So schools and boards well not schools i'll say boards of education put these on ordered school faculty to put these on your children and they're going to follow what the boards of education say because that who that is who is over the schools so no blame to the school faculty they're doing what they what they have to do and on schools all over the, the world just fell right in line with it. And we did, too. Me and my wife did, too, for a while. And then we said, enough is enough. Started going to board of education meetings, talking with the, uh, the members of the board, the superintendent. Every bit of it fell on deaf ears. They did not want to listen. They didn't care what we had to say. They spat and slapped us in the face. Parents, I mean. The Board of Education and the superintendent in my town spat in the faces of the parents of these children. So once me and my wife saw that there was no reasoning with those people, we come to uh, realize that, hey, we're still their parents. We still have the ultimate say-so over their lives above anybody else. And they just stopped putting those on their face one day. And they never will again, nor will I or my wife. Because we just decided to take a stand against it. Now, what I said a minute ago about people, it's just easier to go with the flow and let things happen because it's too much work to stand up against something or to challenge something. That, I mean that with every bit of my heart. People are just stupid and lazy. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this, and I'm offending you or making you mad, but get over it, I guess. Because I have done the research, and I have shut my mouth and opened my eyes and ears, and I've read the data, and I've listened to experts in the field, uh, vetted experts in the field, and they all say the same thing. But they during that time, they were uh, silenced. They weren't allowed to say anything. What they knew was not allowed to be spoken because the powers that be had a narrative that they wanted to go by. They had a protocol they wanted to go by. They wanted to see just how far and just how much we would take. And, boy, we took a lot. Because we just see it as easier to go with the flow. To be herded like sheep. And that's what America, the world, did for an extended period of time. We just went with it. Well, our government knows what's best for us. I'm not going to listen to that little voice in the back of my head and make sense of this myself. I'm just going to listen to the news and read what's on social media, and I'm going to do what they tell me to do because why wouldn't I listen to them? They're on TV. They're on Facebook talking about this, or they're on Twitter talking about this. They have to know what they're talking about, right? So I'm gonna, I'm just going to put my life and the lives of my children in these people's hands that I have no clue about what their credentials are. They're just on TV, so that makes them special, right? No, it, don't. it doesn't make them special, people. It gives them an advantage, but the smartest people in the world is you. You out there listening to this. Because we live in this world. They don't see the things that we see. They don't deal with the things that we deal with. All these people that you see on TV, these singers and movie stars and athletes, it's a fairy tale world for them, people. They don't have the problems that me or you have. They don't have the struggles that me and you have. They have none of them. They have somebody at their every beck and call to take care of every single issue or problem or disgruntlement that they have. It's a fairy tale world that they live in, people. They don't they're not even real humans in my opinion. You can't go through life having everything work out for you and just laid out for you on a platter and have any sense or common knowledge about anything. So why in the hell would I listen to you? Why would I care about your opinion on anything? You have no experience in life. You have no experience in the life of a true, real person. You're rich, you're on TV, making millions, billions of dollars singing Country songs, rap songs, rock songs, making movies, playing basketball, driving a car, basketball, baseball, football, wrestling, soccer, whatever. Your life is perfect. You have no experience in it. You have no reason whatsoever to tell anybody anything. You're an idiot to the real world. What I'm trying to say is that why would anybody listen to anybody on TV, any of these athletes, any of these singers, songwriters, why would you listen to them? They don't know nothing about anything. Do you not realize that when they come out and have an opinion on anything They've been bought and paid for to say that. There is never going to be a celebrity of any kind come out and publicly say anything for or against anything without having been paid to do it. Because they're not going to take the chance theirself on ruining their career without making millions of dollars from it. They won't do it. Why put any trust in those people? Now, like I said a minute ago, the world's about to go crazy again, but it, <clears throat> the same people in the past year or so that I've been seeing say, oh, we never believed it. it we knew it was all a hoax. It's not real. I'll never do that again. Uh what a joke it was I can't believe people I can't believe people fell for it those people that said all that are the same ones falling right in line with it again they're already talking about putting them back on our faces folks they're already talking about a new jab they're already talking about it Get ready, because for all the sheep out there, you're going to have to go get in line and get your new shot. Am I going to? No. Not a chance. Did I the first time? No. Not a chance. Did anybody in my family? Not a chance. None of us will ever again. I don't take any jabs for anything. It's very discouraging to see what I'm seeing on the on the TV and on social media lately. People's just falling for it again. Like none of this crap that has been all over the news and social media in the past year and a half, two years, ever since it ended like none of it ever happened, like none of all this data that has came out in the last last year or so that has proven it to be not worthy of its accolades, not worthy of the attention it received. When you have data out there that has proven that the jab is more harmful than it is beneficial, When you have data out there, scientific data out there that says, that proves that these things they put on your face does not work. And people are falling for it again. Folks, I'm a huge proponent. I'm a huge believer and a supporter in the fact that the power is in the people we have the power as a as a nation to make this go the way we want it to <clears throat> you can be led or you can be lead, you can you can be a leader In life unfortunately most people prefer to be led I do not know why it's 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 all part of the the grand scheme I believe in that you know our world wants to make everything so easy for us and so accessible for us point and click point and click I'll do that for you. Let me just make this technology to where it does it by a point and click or a swipe of the finger. People have gotten so lazy, and it's by design. This laziness and this uh, inherent need to not do anything is all by design. Folks, that's what they want out of us. They want you to rely on them for everything. Don't fall for it, people. We have the power to control this nation and do what we want in a peaceful, civilized manner. Always peaceful and civilized. The way people treated each other in the last two years was not civilized, everybody. It was not peaceful. It was hateful. It was harmful. And it was dangerous. But you have to sometimes meet Danger with danger. You have to sometimes meet violence with violence. And if violence comes to your doorstep, which one are you going to be? Are you going to be the victim? Or are you going to be the one that takes care of business? I myself prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Don't fall for this again, folks. I'm begging you. I don't want to see us go through this again, but it's up to us. It's every bit up to us. It's all on our on our shoulders whether we go with it or not. I'm not saying it was. It's not real. You know, having said everything I've said on this episode. I'm not saying for one second that it's not real. It's very real. It's also man-made. Just remember that it's it's up to you. It really is up to you, everybody. Uh, I'm going to shut it down right there. I just... Uh, I don't know if you'll enjoy this. I don't know... If you'll even click on it or not, <clears throat> I'm going to upload it. You let me know what you think, whether you agree, uh, agree or disagree. Let me know in the comments of this episode what you think. There'll be a question or a poll. And let me know what your thoughts are. And uh, whether whether this uh, gets one play or 10,000 plays, this is, I've said in the past that this podcast is a way for me to calm down and use as a therapy session for me. So this is what this is for me. It's just a rant, a kind of venting for me, a little bit of a therapy, therapy session for me to get something off my chest. And there may be more of these from time to time. Uh, you may like this. If you do, let me know if you want, want uh, more solo episodes of just what I think on something, you know, not that my opinion matters, but if you want more of these ep- kinds of episodes, let me know. Get with me on the Facebook page, What's Up World Podcast on Facebook. Let me know in uh, the comments of the episode on Spotify. Whether you like them or not, I'm probably going to do one, you know, ever so often when I have something pressing on my mind. Uh, but if, you know, if you enjoy them, I'd like to know. If you want more, I'd like to know. I just really hate to see us fall for this again and lose our freedoms again and go over losing our businesses again, shutting down businesses shutting down uh, shutting down businesses and companies that that the powers that be does not deem uh, a necessity they don't think your job is is is, is important enough to exist I don't want to see that I don't want to have to look at people walking into a restaurant with something on their face walking to their table with something on their face and then as soon as their butt hits the seat they're allowed to take it off what sense in any world does that make you're okay once you're at a table come on people wake up Wake up.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it...
1: Hey guys, we'd like to remind you that the What's Up World podcast is sponsored by Paul and Lodata Hunter, owners and operators of Whistle Stop Express and Livingstone Outreach Incorporated. Whistle Stop is located in Sand Gap, Kentucky. They sell gas, diesel, propane exchange tanks, and they carry a wide variety of automotive products, pride dog food, several different types of livestock feed, including chicken, horse, goat, cattle, shelled and cracked corn and more. Pick up your postage stamps while you're there too. Their breakfast menu is served fresh every morning starting at 5am, Monday through Friday and 7am on the weekends. They close at 9 nightly. They offer the best quality deli meat sliced fresh to order. The phone number is 606-965-7613. Adjacent to Whistle Stop is Livingstone Outreach, a 501c3 non organization that focuses on meeting the needs of the community by providing clothing, food, hygiene products, etc. They are continually working to help others through youth programs and community projects. If you want to donate, call them at 859-582-3445 or stop by on your way through.